sleep paralysis is a temporary inability to move or speak that happens when you're waking up, or less commonly, falling asleep. Although you're awake, your body is briefly paralyzed, after which you can move and speak as normal. The paralysis can last from a few seconds to several minutes, which has left these victims with some pretty terrifying experiences. So try not to fall asleep as I read to you these creepy sleep paralysis experiences. Number one, sleep omens. It was about a year ago when I was going through a really tough time, something I won't get into. I hadn't really ever had issues with sleep paralysis until around this time, so you could guess it was pretty weird and scary to me. Whenever I heard about sleep paralysis in the past, it even runs in my family, plus a few documentaries I'd seen. I always expected it would be all shadow people and religious symbolism or whatever. It wasn't that at all for me. It usually included a switch between reality and some dream sequence, weird or not. But the room or area was always spinning really fast, and events were two times faster. Yet I can still remember and realize all of the events, and in reality, everything seemed inverted and disproportionate, like some sort of Alice in Wonderland type stuff. I figured it was just realistic sleep paralysis, but I had never read experiences like that. I couldn't move, of course, but it felt like I was. Really odd. Now that I have that explanation over, some of my dreams I started having would end up extremely realistic. Maybe a detail or two was off, but otherwise the same. I'm not claiming to be some psychic or anything, but those dreams got oddly specific and oddly accurate. Within a span of a few days, I would begin getting this nostalgia that was so major and uncanny that it sometimes made me have to sit down and think. I would remember those sleep paralysis dreams. I would remember those sleep paralysis dreams, then the real life I was living in, and they would be almost parallel. It was seriously freaky. Either that, or I was just paranoid tripping. But the scariest thing I think that happened was when one of those dreams involved a friend's death. This friend is someone I have known since foster care, and had kept in contact with for many years. And I'll just call him Eric as a cover name. I remember seeing my room while in sleep paralysis, and being stuck there without the whole switching just the weird inverted looking colour and the oddly sized surroundings. I recall seeing this shape that was more of a blue-black blob at the time. I sort of just laid there staring at it and I couldn't tear my eyes away from it at all. The shape formed extremely slowly into something more discernible, like a male's shape. The shape was definitely hanging from something 
and it seriously freaked me out to the point of tears. I forgot about it almost entirely a few days later, until I got a call from my friend's stepsister of her freaking out. That friend, Eric, had committed suicide by hanging. I stopped having sleep paralysis moments like that, and rarely even have sleep paralysis at all anymore. Even thinking about it now, I feel nauseated. I really am not for the psychic future telling stuff. But what if I had taken that seriously? I could have seen the omen and looked for signs. Anyways, I guess it's not a typical horror, and it gets very deep and real. But every time I think about it, I just feel this overwhelming dread and sadness. Not the most horrifying thing. But it's my story, and it was pretty damn scary. Number two. It's going to get me. I've got it mine so frequently that I don't even freak out about it anymore. It's still scary, but not nearly as much as it used to be. The first few hallucinations were awful. A little creature eating something on my floor. I blink. Now he's right next to my face chewing on something and whispers. Remember me. An old lady standing over my head and whispers. Darling. I told my mum about that. And she asked if I thought it was my late grandma. No. It was evil. The hallucinations are always evil. Even if I can't see anything, there is always an overwhelming presence in the room, and it is always evil. I can't move. I'm stuck. The evil is pulling onto me, deeper and deeper. I can't cry for help. I can only breathe, heavily and as fast as I can, hoping someone will hear me, breathing so loud and will come and shake me out of it. I try and move a finger. Come on, finger. Why won't you just move? It's going to get me. Number three. The Masked Man. I've had quite a few experiences. From just feelings of a presence to a full-blown figure. Sometimes there are voices. Sometimes it is dead silent. But the masked man was another league of bone chilling. It started with me waking up to a deep-throated chuckling. Having been one of my later experiences of sleep paralysis, I knew immediately that it was. I resigned myself to another sleepless, creepy night. When the door opened, a man stepped through in a mask as red as blood. The mask itself was demonic in nature, with big underfangs, like a boar's, with unnatural outlandish twists and turns in the cheeks, and a deep-set wrinkled brow. But the worst part were the eyes. His violent serpentine eyes bulged out of the mask. They looked like they were about to pop. He was wearing a rich-coloured brown robe, with a hood pulled up covering the rest of his head, drawing all the attention to the mask and those dreadful eyes. He pulled a squirming burlap sack behind him, and he stopped when he got to the foot of my bed. 
He stared at me for a long moment, and then reached in the bag. One by one, he pulled out everyone I have ever loved, cared about, or considered a friend. Each time he pulled them out, he positioned them, so I was looking directly into their eyes. And he took his hand, a gnarled, bony thing, with skin drawn so tight it looked as if he had none at all, and drew his long, sharp nail across their throats, spilling torrents of blood at my feet. I had to watch the life drain out of the eyes of everyone I had ever truly known, and deep in those eyes I could see terror mixing with pity in each and every one of them. And only after his bag was empty did he let it drop, and he began walking around my bed. He stopped as he towered over me, Leaning down, he reached to me and gently stroked my face with his blood-stained nail. With his other hand, he reached and pulled off his mask. I cannot honestly put into words what I saw beneath the mask. It was an ever-changing face of horror. It twisted and squirmed and never remained still for long, and each facial reconstruction was more terrifying than the last. As I looked into his violet serpentine eyes, he spoke to me. I still remember the words well enough to quote them, but as they were profoundly disturbing and personal in nature, I do not care to repeat them to anyone. But the last thing he said was, Enjoy the time you have left, because soon your life will be mine, and your soul as well. As he said that, his face finally settled onto a single form, it was my own face. Thank you for listening. I hope you didn't fall asleep. If you have a story you'd like narrated, or have any ideas, please contact me via Twitter in the description below. Don't forget to subscribe, so you never miss a creepy story.